gentlemen, sit right up. January 20th, 2017 will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Welcome to Trumpin' Tuesday on the American Adversaries. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. And, of course, Trumpin' Tuesdays are brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. And, yes, indeed, we are here. We are on Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year, AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. And, of course, you can also see us and hear us on our Rumble channel. That's American Adversaries on Rumble. And thank you, folks, who have been liking us and becoming our Rumblers. We appreciate that. And uh, anybody else out there would like to do that, we'd appreciate that, too. All right, you can also listen to us on the AnswerOrlando.com website, where we encourage you to join the Answer Seekers Club. You know, a lady just won that what, the first $250 gift certificate. Very nice. To right. Images, Auto Spas, and, the Supreme, and or the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. And they got more of those to give away. So you have to be a member of the club, but it's so easy to do. And you have other benefits as well. So please do join that. You can also listen on our website, AmericanAdversaries.com. 
also on your Alexa devices. And if you haven't already, please download the free Answer Orlando app into your smart devices. And yes, indeed, the union boss himself, chairman of the board, groundbreaker that he is, Trailblazer Michael McBath Chris, with I another ha- contest challenge. I tonight. know we got a good one today, which we'll touch on in a little bit. But yeah. I will say I ran into one of our guys, Herky Walls, the other day. Oh yeah, and it's pretty exciting. You know, he's putting the team together. Predators. They're going to be playing right where the Magic play. So you know, for those people who like rock and roll music, they like good indoor football, and hopefully a good team. It should be a lot of fun and. Chris, we'll both be talking to Herky as we proceed toward the season. All right, that's right. And I am the philosopher and political mad scientist Christopher Hart. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge. Mike and I are in the Relax and Comfort studio. And I am on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers diamond microphone. Okay, so uh, Anthony Sabatini is going to join us along with Randy Ross at the bottom of the hour to talk about the legislative Florida legislative session, which started today. And so we'll uh, go over what uh, we might want. We might want to temper our expectations or raise them. I don't know. We'll find out when we talk to Anthony. And then, of course, uh, we're also going to get to that horrific attack in Mexico on those people that went down there. Uh, one of them was seeking, I guess, some surgery, cosmetic surgery, as I was being described, and they were attacked. It was clearly an attack, and it might as well have been an attack on America. If you ask me, and uh, I'll tell you what uh, uh, Merrick Garland wants to do about it, and I'll tell you what Donald J. Trump will do about it. I'm sure they'll be very close. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. No, uh-uh. <laughs> and of course, we are also going to talk about what I'm calling the Tucker tapes, uh, just you know, because it sounds good on radio mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's in bre- bre- brevity and, and and it looked good on TV. Uh, I have to tell you that uh, the first batch of Tucker tapes. That is, there will be more tonight and much, much more of this over the coming probably days, if not weeks or months. And as I said, everything is coming home to Donald J. Trump. So we got all of that and uh, and a, a whole lot more. But let's start with uh, the the economic news because uh, Powell spoke on the Hill, and I guess he talked a little realism, and the markets did not like it. Chris, I think this is the right way to sum it up. I think today the market was down 574, and you might say the market was fed. Up, oh, right. Sean. How about that for a corny one? Oh boy! All right, but they were for. I think you know we're losing faith in Powell. Plus the fact that we know that uh, Biden's budget's coming out, which we all know is loaded with tax increases for Middle America. It's going to be another disaster. But just getting back to uh, Powell and his conversation with Congress today, John Kennedy, one of our favorite senators, who he truly is from uh, L. Uh, yeah, L. A. From Louisiana, he spoke this morning at and told Powell statistics. To get back to 2% inflation will require a 10.6% unemployment rate based on many years of past experience. That doesn't mean that's going to happen again. Now, Kennedy then said, don't you think we need to cut spending to slow things down a little bit? And, you know, Powell just sat there. And then Powell again responded that the ultimate level of interest rates is likely to be higher than previously accepted. And for longer. But the thing that I think all of us and the listeners themselves are aware of, the U.S. economy, and you remember this, added 517,000 jobs in January, far outstripping expectations and setting in motion, you know, a market rethink on just how high 
why the Federal Reserve will take interest rates in its efforts to bring down inflation. Then we look at recent jobless claims has also dampened the hope for rate slowdowns or cuts. The CPI to PPI retail sales have indicated no slowdown and inflation is expected. So we sit here and we go like this. You know, Powell seems to be meeting increased skepticism that he can successfully navigate through one of the most challenging economic periods since the 1970s to secure a safe landing. And I think, Chris, you follow this, I follow this. We know that with Biden in office, this this government with these crazy people that are Democrats aren't doing the responsible thing. You must slow down spending if we're going to stop this, and you must turn the oil spigots on. And without those two ingredients, this problem will not be resolved. You know, so if you're a regular person, have a good day because it's not, not going to get resolved. Not only will it not be resolved, but I would suggest that even more influential than the interest rates themselves are those other two factors. Right. I would agree. In other agree. words, you could leave the interest in my opinion, you could leave the interest rates alone if you would just cut back the spending, not slow it down, cut it back and open up the drilling. And when you agree if we opened up drilling and sincerely did it with you know yep. everybody backing it, yep. that you would see a psychological drop of probably one and a half, two percent in inflation within three, four Immediately. months. Immediately. Yep. Immediately. I mean it would come in because psychologically and then all the people who build products, yep. ship products, everything yep. else, they'd already go, Oh boy, oh it's yep. gonna drop to like forty dollars. We better yep. here we go. We well, got it done. Exactly. Uh you know, part of the cost of food products are the things that they're packaged in. Oh, without a right? doubt. And if it's packaged in plastic, it's costing more. Right. Because of the plastic, not so much what's in it. Right. So all and of these factors uh, would outweigh interest rate influence if, you know, if imagine, it could Chris, be, but with this administration, obviously that's not going to happen. So all the only tool that's being utilized are the right. interest rates, and that means it's going to be more painful. And we have control of the most powerful tool in the world. That's yeah. energy. Well, And that could think what it would do for the, the consumer's bills, well, thinks what it would do for their cars, right. thinks what it would do well, for everything. That's the bad news. The good news is this sort of thing sets up a huge change in political, <laughs> shall we I say. I know, but uh, I just hope we can get to the end of the line to get to the vote. That's my concern. I, I, I think we could survive the economic stuff if we can survive not being engulfed in a world war. Yeah, that's my concern. Uh, yeah, because that's then all bets are off. But the uh, the the... The Fed chair did say that they're going to be not only higher, but longer. In other words, they're going to stay there longer. And this is what we've been saying. We've, we've clearly been saying, saying this. And, and, and for the this reasons that you just gave, um, he also said that the deficits that we're running now are unsustainable. He said because they're, uh, they're, our, our debt is now bigger than our economy. Yep. On a yearly basis, and he said that's obviously unsustainable. And he said Social Security could very well run the well, the well could run dry in 12 years. Now, 66 percent of uh, the people who follow the basis point increase, right? Yeah. 66 percent now believe it'll be a 50 point basis increase in the next move up. Yeah. Which everybody was in saying words, 25, half, 25. Now we go to a half. A half a percentage and, uh, point. And you know, unfortunately, on a temporary basis, that will cost jobs. It will cost more for cars. It will cost more for loans. So, as you said, Chris, if we could get cooperation from the government, both in energy and 
and you know these other sectors, right. we could get this problem resolved. But we won't from all these crackpots well, that run under the name Democrats. Well, you know, unfortunately, this is the pain we're going to have to go through to get to better place. Mm-hmm. And if you know, as long as we don't sit on our butts and don't do anything, uh, because let's face it. If some somehow Biden suddenly saw the light mm-hmm. and did the right thing, right, he would most likely get reelected. Right. So unfortunately for us, we're going to have to go through the pain to get to a better place politically speaking to win where we can really make the changes. And by the way, as we've said on the show before, the only person that is going to be willing to do the hard work to pull this together mm-hmm. is going to be Donald J. Trump. Because he's going to come in, if he gets elected again, with one term and nothing to lose and everything to gain. And that's what we need. Uh, You know, everybody else, I don't care if it's a Democrat, Republican, and I don't care who else Mm -hmm. it is, they will be thinking 2028. Right? Right. They'll be thinking, well, you know, I need to be eight years to get done what I need to get done. So they'll be tempering their decisions during that first And they'll let politics control them, not the reality of correcting the problems control them. And I dare say we may bear witness to that very thing in our Florida legislative session going on starting today. Because, as we've told you repeatedly, and as Republicans occasionally brag about, I think they're a little too timid about it, but they have a supermajority in both houses of our legislature, which means they can do anything they want and then leave it up to the courts to sort it out. They can ban abortions totally in the state of Florida. They can have constitutional carry wide open. In the state, of, like they do in Georgia and right. other states, uh, in, in this legislative session, they can go to a real e-verify system such that illegal aliens can't get jobs in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm going to ask Sabatini if he thinks these things are going to get done, and maybe we can, you know. But, but you know the Chris, because the pra- this is the opportunity to do those things. But if somebody is worried about how it's going to affect another campaign, that's is more important to that person. These things won't get done. But the other side of it, they better worry about it because if they don't accomplish a multiple goals that we think will make us in a more conservative fashion, they are going to be held accountable for it because you people were in a massive majority. Uh, You didn't get the job done, brother. Maybe, or maybe they won't be held accountable. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) obviously, we seem to be willing to hold them accountable, but will others? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to have a supermajority, can you imagine the Democrats, if they had a supermajority and the governor's mansion right now, what we would be looking at? Right? Oh, my God. We'd have to wear dresses. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. Speaking to that. (laughs) Might be close. (laughs) You know, know, there are Uh, some good proposals on the table. You know, we'll have to see how far they go, though. But uh, once again, to get back to Trump, he will be a bull in a china shop. And that's what we need in Washington, D.C. When we get to the the Tucker tapes, when I'm talking about the Tucker tapes, you know, it, it, we're, we're going to see how deep, once again, that swamp is. 
and going up there with little tinkering here and there and playing politics as usual and courting around with mm-hmm. with old Mitch McConnell and all this other stuff. That ain't going to work. That That's not going to get... We're in such a mess that it requires drastic attention fast. But that's why and it nobody takes... nobody else is going to do that because they will be thinking four years down the road. Trump Florida. is going to be thinking, i got to get this done, i got to get it done right now, and then, and then nothing's going to stop me. And that's the attitude we need with the right kind of leadership. And, and Florida has the opportunity to lead the nation, well, all 50 states. Yep. Get it done, do a professional job, and then it'll take care of itself. Well, Don't sit there and go back, I'll get it done later. By the way, no, there might not be a later. By the way, those things that I mentioned, mm-hmm. um, constitutional carry, right. we're playing catch up. Okay? Right, there's one right off the bat. E verify, don't have it. No. Right? Uh, abortion, we're playing catch up. Right. Right? And so we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. But the, the, the federal government is not working for the people, it's working for itself. And that has to be reversed, or we're going to go over the cliff. And and, and when we hit rock bottom, it ain't going to be a pleasant right. arrival. I mean, I just think of inflation like in Iran at 54% last year. Somebody said, oh, that could never happen here. Wait a second. Oh, yeah. Look, this is two years now of heavy yeah. inflation. Another year, another year, and guess what? Look, you lost 40% of your savings. Have a good day. Look, if Biden and Obama had gotten their way and destroyed the fossil fuel, so-called oh, fossil earlier? fuel industry, oh. we would be having mm-hmm. hyperinflation. If they were able to spend all the money they still want to spend, mm-hmm. we would be having, if not hyper, we would be having certainly far accelerated inflation. But you know what may save us? Joe Biden's budget that comes out later this week. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. No. <laughs> oh, God. Wait till you see, though, the taxes that he's already inserted in there. But remember, Chris, if you make under $400,000, you will not pay one dime. Oh, yeah. No, no, you'll pay tens of thousands of dollars yeah. is what's going to happen. Everybody will yeah. pay higher. This because... is going to be a disaster to the, actually, the small yeah. businessman, the middle class American. This is going to be a disaster. And it will be inflationary. Yep, of course. It will drive up the cost of doing Mm -hmm. business, which is going to drive up the prices. All right, we'll be back. We got more of this. And we also do have some good news out of Congress, though. You know, every now and then we are seeing a bit of bipartisanship. Wow. And uh, this one is uh, aggravating Nancy Pelosi, which makes it even more delicious. I want to hear it. We got a little good news. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Join us for the 38th annual Central Florida All-British Car Show at Henry's Depot, 212 West 1st Street in Sanford on April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see nearly 200 classic British cars, visit our vendors, and have lunch at Henry Depot's fabulous food court. Exhibitors and vendors can arrive for the show at 8 a.m. and trophies will be awarded at 3 Registrations can be done at our website at BritishCarClubOfCentralFlorida.com. It's free to the public with free parking, and it's a great day of family fun. Don't forget to join us Friday night, March 31st at 5.30 at the Post Time Lounge in Castleberry for our annual pre-show meet and greet. Make it a weekend of fun at the Central Florida All-British Car Show. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring 
will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Network sound and video. Are you moving, downsizing, cleaning, or consolidating your garage, attic, storage unit? You'll probably find some pretty valuable family archives like 8mm film, videotapes, photos, slides, records, and cassettes. Well, now is the perfect time to have us transfer your family memories to new digital formats. Share your treasures with family, friends, classmates, business associates, and military buddies. Call or visit Network Sound and Video, 407-834-8555. 407-834-8555. Ahoy there, shrimp lovers. Try three new shrimply delicious dishes at Tijuana Flats. Crispy shrimp and corn tacos, fajita shrimp quesadilla, and garlic lime shrimp bowl. Order now at TijuanaFlats.com. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Answer traffic. Westbound I-4. Going slow around Colonial, then from Turkman to US-27. Eastbound I-4, slow from Old Polk Road up towards the Turnpike, around Fairbanks and around West 1st Street. Slowdowns on the 429, both ways around the Turnpike, southbound into I-4. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave Dorica. My scared boys covering J.J. Kale's Call Me the Breeze. Uh, by the way, uh, Biden put out part of his budget plan today. bunch of new taxes here and there. Hit small businesses pretty hard. Also, uh, investors. Yeah, I mean, he nickel-dimes everybody, and he sticks with the perpetual lie that you, if you make under 400000 you pay nothing. That's such a lie, just like everything he says. All right. And, you know, of course, it is now full-fledged tax season going on, ladies and gentlemen. And if you need help with your taxes, Larry, Her- Larry Herring is... Is your guy, and of course he's been doing this for decades here in Central Florida. He and his great team, 
really know all the ins and outs with the tax code. They also know they can help you with your financial situation and financial advice. Larry Herring, he's your guy for all of those things. And, of course, he has, for me at least, the easiest phone number to remember, 407-647-7777 for Larry Herring, 407-647-7777. So Abigail Spanberger, who is a Democrat House member from Virginia has teamed with Super MAGA Chip Roy to sponsor a bill banning stock trading amongst members of Congress, their spouses, and their immediate dependents. Don't you think that would be a good idea? It's surprising we don't already I, have I it. can't believe this hasn't been implemented decades ago. That's right. They would be like presidential and vice presidential uh, member candidates mm-hmm. uh, and Presidents, they would have to put their investments of that nature in blind, so-called blind trust, where somebody else manages right, it they for manage them. It. You just get the results right. at the end of the year. And it's because so much of what they do amounts to insider mm-hmm. information, which can then be used for trading, like Pelosi's husband trading stocks. You know, at the prime time, right before some piece and it of legislation. Their votes, Chris. They can alter their votes based upon what their positions are. Absolutely, and of course, they get courted by the. Mm-hmm. You you know the corporations, the corporations of course they do yeah so this is long overdue and it shows you that elections do matter ladies and gentlemen we come back randy ross and anthony sabatini will be with us remember this is the quick turnaround as we add our wacx antenna tv audience that's the super channel 55.7 it is a trumpet tuesday brought to us by sutherland nissan when you are in need of a vehicle sutherland nissan should be your first stop east colonial drive and chickasaw Trail or at OrlandoNissan.com. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Two Americans are back on U.S. soil after surviving a deadly abduction in Mexico. They were brought to a Texas hospital for treatment on Tuesday. Two other Americans were killed. Irving Barrios, Tamaulipas, state's top prosecutor, confirmed the two surviving Americans were turned over to U.S. authorities at the International Bridge in Brownsville, Texas. The Brownsville Herald reported the two were then taken to Valley Regional Medical Center with an FBI escort. The Biden administration is considering detaining migrant families who cross into the U.S. illegally as it prepares to end COVID-19 restrictions at the U.S.-Mexico border. That's according to U.S. officials familiar with the plans. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 574 points. The Nasdaq dropped 145. The S&P lower by 62. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Answer traffic. Westbound I-4. Slow around Lake Mary, around Colonial, and from Kirkman to U.S. 27. Eastbound I-4. Slow from Old Polk Road to the Turnpike, around Fairbanks, and from 434 to Monroe. 429. Slow both ways around the Turnpike, southbound into I-4. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. Welcome to the American Adversaries, Drive Time, the Titans of Talk Radio, on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com. 
streaming on Rumble. And a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. to the American Adversaries on a Trumpin' Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you so much for tuning in. And welcome you folks who are out there watching us on WACX, the Super Channel. That is, of course, 55.7 on your antenna TV remote. All right, I got Michael McBath right there, along with myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relax and Comfort studio. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. I'm on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers diamond microphone. And on the line with us right now, let's go first to Randy Ross. Randy, how are you doing today? Good. I was listening, you know, to the show coming into the lead. Uh, Larry Herring, how'd he get that phone number? He had to pay somebody for that seven, seven, all those sevens, you know? Oh, yeah, know. that is funny. You're right. Seven, 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 seven. But other than my own number, it's about the only one that I can remember. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know, I, I know. You better hope you never get ran out of gas on the side of the road or yeah, something. Yeah, but before I forget about it, i got to tell you that uh, last Thursday's show, you and Mike were actually entered as part of uh, the contestants, uh, the, their their uh, entries on the contest. On contest night, Randy, you were in there, oh, and my. yours was heavily considered for a win. That's right. <laughs> Uh, well, what? you got to tell me what it was. You can't just leave it like that. Well, we were, what well, we were, we were looking for. It was sort of a it sort a, of a a naked and afraid a without being naked and right. afraid. A takeoff on it, yeah, put, and then you match people up put, that put, can't get along with each other and let them survive. Oh, right, okay. right, right, right. Gotcha. That was okay. pretty funny, though. All right, well, that's funny. All right, well, putting people together and uh, that don't get along it reminds me of Congress and legislature. Yeah. So let's go right now to Anthony Sabatini. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? Never been better. Great to be back on. All right. Great day to be a Floridian. Uh, absolutely. So today is the first day of the legislative session. What typically happens? Well, today's what they call the state of the state. The governor comes in, they gavel in, they begin the legislative session, and the governor kind of gives his plans and ideas. And then they do press conferences, and that's pretty much it. It's more of a formalistic day. I think the most exciting thing that happened was uh, the governor went all in for open carry, which I made me very happy. He was an absolute beast today uh, with the media saying that he wanted the constitutional carry bill to include open carry and mentioned the fact that Florida is one of only four states in the country that doesn't have open carry. And the other ones are very far left. It's Illinois, it's New York, it's California. And he doesn't want Florida to be in the same company as them. So that kind of stole the show. There was a bunch of other uh, press conferences uh, with other legislators about different items. Universal school choice. We're going to have some good stuff on election integrity, uh, ending the wokeism, the ESG bill. There's a lot going on. So. What? Uh, now, I must admit, I'm pleasantly surprised because I was under the impression uh, that the governor wasn't going to go, let's just say, for broke, at least on some of these bigger ticket items. Um, is is this constitutional carry an indication of some of the other things we might see out of this session? In other words, bigger rather than smaller? 
Absolutely. I mean, just to really be very blunt about it, the governor has to deliver on all of the best things to the fullest extent because he's going to run for president. He's going to jump in the race in mid-May right after session ends. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, he's got to stack up some wins. So I think any bill that gets goes out there that's going to be, you know, uh, a decent bill but can be made stronger, he's going to push to make it stronger because he wants to make sure that the nation knows uh, he's not messing around. I mean, that's really quite literally it. So expect a lot of really good conservative legislation to get created in the next 30 and 60 days for that reason. And that's a good thing. Now, it's my understanding that he cannot run for president and be governor of the state, that they would have to pass a law and he would have to sign it to allow him to do that. Is that correct? Well, he can run while being president, but he has, uh, under the current law, the resign to run statute, he has to write a letter saying that he will resign on the day that he would have taken office for the election he's running for. So December 2025 would be... You know, the day he signed in as president, you know, swore in as president. So he has to write a letter saying he's going to resign that day, either whether whether he wins or loses. They want to change the law, though, to make it where he's carved out. And I like Governor DeSantis. I think he's great. But I would not be in favor of that because I don't believe that we should be amending our laws to give special preference to one or two elected officials, even if they're really good. I, I think uniform laws are the way we should uh, the way we should be. So that's so that's sort of the big debate in Tallahassee. I think obviously they're all going to pass it, and uh, he's going to basically be carved out of the law. The law will not apply to him. So therefore, if he runs and loses uh, the primary, which I think he would lose actually to Trump, then he is going to be able to come back and do two more years. And so they're going to have that debate. They'll do it. Now, there's a novel legal argument that's been put forth by some that the law actually does not apply to him because the law says uh, resigned run applies when you qualify for office. Well, interestingly enough, when you run for U.S. Congress or U.S. Senate, you qualify with the Division of Elections of Florida or any other state. But when you run for president, you don't actually technically qualify. Uh, what you do is you ask to be put on in the head the state party in which you're applying to. For example, the Republican Party of Florida literally just adds you and they usually do it based on criteria like are you you know at at least at five percent in the polls how much have you raised etc etc and they put you on so it's i i I haven't really analyzed that it's a very technical legal argument but that's what some are saying uh is the case and so therefore they might they might not do the resign to run law amendment i still don't think they would leave it to a judge and so they're going to end up amending it anyways but that's what i've been hearing from some influential members in Tallahassee. Well, that might explain at least part of the reason why the wife of the new Republican Party head in Florida got appointed to that Disney board. Um, Randy Ross, go ahead. Hey, Anthony, we've seen a lot of what I would you know, consider maybe more extreme bills that are to be filed. I, I kidded with Blaze Agnolia, the former Republican Party of Florida chairman, that I see his name passing through my Google search more now than ever before. But there's a particular one where he wanted to dissolve any party that had had an association to slavery. How do you look at these types of bills when you're sitting in there, knowing we've got Republican control? Are these plausibilities? Are they posturing? What's the real reasoning behind that? Well, <laughs> I think Blaze uh, took a cue from either me or maybe some other legislators who filed that more for humor. I think that was more of a tongue-in-cheek type bill. I think that was something that he put out. 
as a way of showing the hypocrisy of the Democrats. You know, they want to cancel us anytime we've done or said something in the past that's been bad, even if we apologize for it. But they themselves don't want to apologize and uh, be canceled for being the party that promoted slavery for, you know, well over 100 years. So, uh, obviously, I think that's more tongue-in-cheek. It's not something that is seriously going to be voted on. He was really just uh, um, playing them. And what's funny is they didn't realize they were getting played, or at least they were not willing to laugh along with it. Nikki Freed's statement was, this is a fascist, you know, this is fascism. They're trying to destroy us and eliminate dissent. When the truth is, I, I believe Blaze obviously meant that in just jest. Well, at least one of the local news channels uh, responded to it and actually did acknowledge that prior to the Civil War, the Democrats did support slavery, but things have changed since is basically what they said. But that's, that would be, for a lot of people, uh, a shocking revelation that they had no uh, Democrats supported slavery? What are you talking about? So at least from that standpoint, it was effective. Um, Anthony, it's effective in driving the conversation, which is what I, you know, obviously I tried to do the same things. In fact, one year I did an appropriation bill to create a new institute at the University of Florida, uh, the Center for the Study of Trump Derangement Syndrome. (laughs) A queue of a million dollars a year, we'd bring professors in from around the country to try to study the origins of this mental illness. That would be funny. The bill is more of a joke than anything. Hey, Anthony, here's a question which comes up all the time with uh, voters is uh, voter integrity. Are we going to have a package where we really put the people at ease when they say, hey, do you think we can win because there's so much cheating by the Democrats? Well, what specifically is being done to just lock in a fair vote? Well, here's what I can tell you I think needs to happen, because as chairman of the Lake County Republican Party, we do legislative priorities now before every session talking about what we want to see passed. And there's about nine different bullet points on the election integrity issue that I want to see get fixed. One, I want to get rid of these, uh, this rule that says you can outsource your voter roll maintenance. So a lot of the SOEs don't even scrub their own voter rolls. They don't check them. They don't update them. They actually contract with a third party and say, you take care of the voter rolls. And, you know, please let us know if something goes wrong. Well, guess what? A lot of these companies are inflating the voting rolls and sending out extra ballots and not actually taking off dead people or anything else. So that's, for example, a really good one. Another really good one that we had as part of our package that we've been advocating for, along with other grassroots groups in the state, is getting out of the ERIC system, which is an election system that gives a – very far left, uh, nonprofit funded, uh, very left wing funded uh, center database with 34 states where they take all your private uh, voter data and use it with third party outside groups that want to increase registration. Florida should have never been a member. And uh, we remember just yesterday, the governor directed the secretary of state to pull out of the system. So that was a major, major win. Not really that well reported. It wasn't a sentinel today, but most people aren't really noticing what happened. But that was a major win for election integrity because we were getting rid of the outsiders from controlling and, and, and uh, running our election systems. It needs to be run here at the state level and at the county level, and it needs to be constituent citizen-based and not, not run by these outside companies like Dominion, et cetera. So that was another one. But there's many others that need to be done, and what's going to ha- what really matters is are the people speaking up loudly and clearly? If the floor, you know, the best thing about DeSantis is he listens to the people. He's a populist. If we're loud and we want something, 
he's going to do it, right? He's trying to, you know, chase uh, the base of the party. And so that's what we need to do. But, th- you know, that's a couple couple examples. Another one is I want to shorten the window for mail-in voting. We've been really consistent on messaging on that. And uh, I think that's something that improves election integrity. And if we're loud and we're clear, I think the governor will do it. I just wish they would just do away with the mass yeah, mail-in make them voting, voting altogether. Randy, back. I think so, too. But we, yeah. try to, we try to do things one step at a time because when you do that, then you, it makes it a little bit easier for the politicians to get a, go along with it. Okay. Randy. Yeah, Anthony, today we saw the governor talk about a hard stop today on six weeks for abortion. But I'm curious in these sessions when you have a Republican governor, Republican uh, Senate, Republican State House, do the Democrats actually have any opportunities to accomplish everything, or are we pretty much going to fly through whatever we want to get done? And that's not a bad thing. I'm just curious if we're getting anything. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a supposed supermajority in both houses. Yeah, we have total control. You know, the enemy of freedom isn't always the Democrats. A lot of times it's rhino Republicans. You look today at the press conference on open carry, the Democrats have no power. They have no say. They have no control. They can't even influence legislation. They're essentially furniture in Tallahassee. Literally, the wall-to-wall carpeting has more power and more control in Tallahassee than the Democrat Party. They're a joke. The real problem we have is rhino Republicans like Kathleen Pasadomo, the Senate president, who quite literally said today she doesn't oppose, she opposes open carry. She she thinks it's scary. She doesn't like it. Uh, and she, I guess she meant to say this in humor, but it's it's very uh, you know it's very alarming when I heard it. She goes, I don't know the one side of the gun from another. And she meant it to be funny. And I just thought to myself, you know, that's not really funny. We're coming to a part where there's a you know a time in society where there's such a breakdown uh, of uh, of in lawlessness, and we don't trust the government really any less than we've ever, you know, in American history, we need leaders who understand the importance of the Second Amendment, not people who are going to make jokes about it. And, uh, you know, so that's what we're really up against, the soft wing, moderate wing of the Republican Party, who are not conservative like, just, you know, DeSantis or Donald Trump, but uh, are really much more in step with your global woke companies that fund their campaigns. And she could put a stop to the whole thing, too, couldn't she, by herself? She could, but she won't go that far. If she did, then they would roll her. By that, I mean the governor could just say, I want a new Senate president, and he's so powerful. They would literally just abandon her in two seconds and choose a new Senate president. She's not that extreme, but what she does do is water things down, drag her feet, you know, come up with excuses, and just generally just mess things up. But not if she was extreme enough to try to kill a priority of the governor— he would actually, and he is as powerful as any governor in the history of the state of Florida, if not the most powerful, he could actually just eliminate her. Anthony, you've heard of that statement. Politically speaking. Yeah, keep Politically it speaking. Yeah. You've heard of the statement, keep it simple, keep it stupid. Why don't the Florida legislators just limit voting by mail to the military and the disabled? Real simple. Well, we're working on trying to get them to keep it simple. They have kept it stupid for a long time, and that's, mm-hmm. of course, why <laughs> we stupid. have so many bad election laws. Right. Uh, but they do need to simplify it. I will tell you the, the easy, fast answer on that is they quite literally just um, they just lack the courage to weigh into yeah. anything that's very controversial. So the radical left-wing media and moderate Republicans are saying, oh, anytime you're talking about election integrity— that's a conspiracy theory, and so these guys just sidestep it because they don't want to deal with the issue. And I don't like that, but that's the way they think. And I'm just—I'm not defending them. I'm just giving you an explanation of how these moderate Republicans are. Mm. Uh, Randy, back to you. Well, uh, Anthony, you know you've been a friend to our show, and we consider you friends. So, as friends, you know nobody else is listening. 
When are you going to announce if and when you're running, <laughs> if you're running for Congress, potentially against Webster? When is that going to come up? Are you not willing to tell your friends about that? Well, you know, it's still early. Nothing's public yet, but we are going to have an important announcement in the next couple months. Right now, I'm focused a lot more on my wife, who's expecting to have our first kid in six days. And so um, that's really been the kind of focus. Once that happens and we're happy and settled in, then we'll talk a little bit more about that. So. All right. Well, uh, certainly you and your family will be in our prayers. Uh, did the governor address the E-Verify system today? I did not see the uh, speech. I did not see it in the speech. We do know that it's part of the bill that uh, Senator Blazingolia is pushing, so that's a big win. Uh, it's not filed yet, but it's already he's already promised it. It's coming out uh, very soon. It's going to be controversial. And actually, that might be, in terms of the dynamic within the Republican Party, the most controversial bill of the year. Uh, because it's something that you're going to see the Chamber of Commerce-style Republicans, the big business Republicans, not want to weigh into. Because, you know, the dirty secret is you got a lot of Republican donors who like illegal immigrants. They like illegal labor. And, um, you know, they don't have to pay entitlements to them. We get stuck with the bill for that. They don't have to live with the externalities like the crime, et cetera, that occurs when you have an open border. And so it's going to divide the party. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. But, no, I didn't see it in today's State of the State. Okay. Um, and I wanted to also ask you about the budget. You know, that's the only thing they really have to do. And it's usually the, one of the last things they do. Uh, should we expect any surprises there? Or is it going to be another massive spending bill? I hope we have a surprise and that the budget actually gets cut. I think it's the fact that it's grown $20 billion in four years is alarming. I mean, it's hard to call ourselves fiscal conservatives when they continue to find new ways of spending our money, money that we need back in our pockets. And so, long story short, um, you know, it, it would be a surprise if the governor did the right thing. But let's be honest, there are more eyeballs now in his legislative session, and I mean that emphatically, it's his session in many ways, uh, that he's going to have to perform. If you see a skyrocketing budget, uh, that could look really bad on him. And it also is not, would not be a way for him to uh, uh, be able to differentiate himself from other Republicans. And so, yes, let's hope that happens. Let's hope they do some spending cuts across the board. But uh, I'm not super optimistic about it. Okay. Well, Anthony, thanks for being with us today and filling us in on this. And, of course, we'll stay in close contact with you as the session goes along so you can help us sort out what's actually happening there. And uh, good luck and congratulations with your firstborn. Thanks, Jens. God bless. Talk to you soon. Same to you. All right. We'll be right back. Randy's going to stay with us a little while, and I hope you'll stay with us as well. Of course, this is a Trumpin' Tuesday, and every Trumpin' Tuesday is brought to us by Sutherland Nissan, and they are the greatest out there at Sutherland Nissan. If you need a vehicle, you need to give them a chance, the first shot at finding that vehicle for you. And, of course, they'll get you the very best deal, and they'll work harder than anybody to do it for you. And, of course, if you need servicing on your car, they can do that as well. That's at East Colonial Drive and Chickasaw Trail, or visit them online at OrlandoNissan.com. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles, so it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. Folks, if you've been longing for some good news, I've got some. Relax and Comfort will soon be celebrating a re-grand opening at a new location just around the corner from their present one. Winter Park Village has been undergoing major renovations that will soon be completed, making your outings there even more enjoyable. Better yet, you don't have to wait until then to get great deals on smart, fully adjustable beds, massage chairs, zero-gravity chairs, and, of course, X chairs. So visit Don and Jackie at Relax and Comfort in the Winter Park Village to begin the most relaxing time of your life. Call 407-628-5657 and visit RelaxandComfort.com. American Adversaries listeners, owner and chef Pasquale Barba of Cafe Positano's has made dining in almost as good as dining out. He has added a freezer near the checkout full of their freshly prepared signature dishes with ingredients imported from Italy ready for your oven. Wonderful soups, desserts, pizza, pasta dishes, and my favorite, chicken marsala. Or you can make your own recipes with their fantastic marinara and tomato sauces. This is the ultimate in dine-in, take-out, fantastic food for another night. Cafe Positano, 407-774-8080. Fresh-made Italian food from Pasquale's family to you. Real estate in Florida is on fire. And to succeed in a hyper-competitive market, you need the very best mortgage broker on your home team. This is Ashley Bedford with Patriot Home Funding, the official mortgage broker of the American Adversaries Radio Network. Patriot Home Funding offers a variety of loan options, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, investor debt service coverage, bank statement loans, purchases, and refinances. Every loan you need to make your American dream come true. Call us today at 407-389-5132 or visit us on the web at myphf.com to get started on your journey. That's 407-389-5132 or myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. Ashley Bedford is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 1278530. Ashley Legend, and I approve this message. The Street Corn Takeover is back at Tijuana Flats with bigger flavors, bolder recipes, and a brand new chili garlic marinated steak that'll blow your mind. For a limited time, try five delicious new menu items loaded with zesty street corn, like the chili garlic steak and tater tot burrito, or the chili lime seasoned chicken and street corn tacos. Come try the five new street corn favorites during the Street Corn Takeover at Tijuana Flats, starting at $9.99. Order on the app or at TijuanaFlats.com. All right, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. The American Adversaries on a Trump and Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. 
So, Randy, I wanted to ask you about uh, President Trump's speech at CPAC. What did you think about it? I thought it was, you know, it was typical Trump, but it was very inspirational. It was on point. It reminds us why he is the right person for the job. Uh, you know, the consistent posturing that the media is doing between him and DeSantis is something we're all just going to have to push away from our, you know, if, if possible, push away from our, our heads for a while and just focus on the game at hand. Well, who do we want leading us? Who do we want defending us and taking care of us? Remember, he called himself a warrior. Um, and in fact, you can't go through what he's gone through and not feel that way. I have a very different take on why the audience was not full. I don't think D.C. was the right place for CPAC. I think they figured no. that out. Yep. You remember, we have uh, had a couple of CPACs here in Orlando. Jam-packed. Uh, Orlando is a vacation destination, yep. period. Yep. They're just going to have more people likely to want to come. I mean, D.C. is not necessarily filled with a bunch of Republicans. It's primarily Democrats. And so I would argue that while the media wanted that to be a talking point, it really wasn't a, a, a moot point because the bottom line is, who really wants to go to D.C. if you don't have to? No, I think you're absolutely right. It was tremendously successful both years that it was here. It's also been successful the two years that it was in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're doing that again this summer. I presume they are. Uh, but, right. yeah, it was, it was a mistake not to come back here to Florida. So, pr- presumably, they will next year when it will be, of course, the full-on election year. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Trump's speech was excellent. Yeah. And I, I said on the show Sunday night, sometimes I, I sit and I wonder when I'm seeing him doing a speech does he listen to our show because some things, some <laughs> uh, he things said he's not sure <laughs> some things that he says i mean because I he I talked know. about him being a warrior but he also said i'm going to be your retribution and just friday right. on the show i was saying we need retribution and it's only going to come <laughs> from reelecting donald j trump so i don't know <laughs> But I don't know. But it's brilliant minds think alike, I guess, right? But, 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 but that is it. You know, we as a country were denied a good president, a great president, and we and we need him back to set things right, to make the universe even again. And that's well, you know, where we're going to find our 20- justice. That not in the courtroom, but in the election in the election well, booth. Go ahead. Well, I said in 2016, when I was asked about whether, you know, during the process afterwards, you know, will he run again in 2020? I said, Trump is the president we need in 2016, and we'll need him again in 2020. But after that, we might need a different type of Republican in 2024. But we didn't realize what was going to happen in 2020 and how the election was basically going to be uh, adjusted, not in our favor. And so as a result of that, he's exactly, once again, what we need. And I'm glad to see he's going back to the Make America Great Again platform and uh, discussion points, because to be honest with you, we're right back where we were in 2016. We just know a lot more than we ever thought we would come would come to reality. Everything you ever said, everything you ever told us that sounded like, you know, whatever, sounded bad, it's it is. True. It's yeah. that bad, and it was that, and it's unfortunate for us, so we had to learn the hard way. Okay. Uh, you want to give the information about the Corey Mills uh, yes, event? Yes, absolutely. And thank you very much, Chris. On April 4th, on Tuesday night, we'll be doing a live remote uh, at the Winter Park Racquet Club. I actually had two people call me after the show last week and become part of that. My name is Randy Ross. You can reach out to me at randyrossorlando at gmail.com. My phone number, I give it out freely, uh, 407 401 4409, 407 401 4409. 
We invite you to participate and be part of the Corey Mills kickoff. This is his inauguration, him, you know, refiling and running again for, for Congress 7. Uh, he's been a friend of our show. He's been on the show, and we're looking forward to being able to help him again. It's going to be a great event. So please give me a call or email me, and we'll get you uh, set up for that, and it's going to be a great time. Yeah, we're going to be out there doing live remote. It's going to be a beautiful evening, I know. So come on out and be a part of it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, give, give Randy Thanks, a guys. I'll talk to you again real soon. You got it, Randy. Thanks right. so much. Uh, Randy's number, 407-401-4409. And if you didn't get a chance to write that down, you can call the call-in line uh, later on, and Jeff will give you the information. All right, this is a Trump and Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. we got a contest challenge and a lot more news to get to, so please do not go away. We'll be back. January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected, and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the elephant when I'm around. All righty, welcome to our number two of a Trumpin' Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. Thank you so much for tuning in. Got Mike McBath and myself, Christopher Hart, here in the Relax and Comfort Studio. 
and Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. I'm on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers Diamond Microphone. 407-774-8255 is the number. In this hour of the show, we're going to get to what I'm calling the Tucker Tapes and also this horrific attack in Mexico. And uh, But first, uh, here is a little bit of breaking news. Uh, Mr. Biden's nominee to run the FCC, that's the Federal Communications Commission, that's the big dogs that look over us, is going to withdraw. Yeah, they said Gigi Song, which we've seen numerous times on television, uh, she's involved with the FCC nomination. They said she withdrew her nomination after facing, I love this, severe criticism from both Republicans and Democrats over controversial views. This ends the 16-month battle over her nomination. The Democrat nominee said she decided to withdraw after facing, you'll love this, Unrelenting dishonesty, oh yeah, <laughs> and cruel attacks from the cable and media lobbyists. All That's right. so sad. I'm sorry to see her go. But I'm she not. would have been, oh no, I'm very happy she's gone. She is one of the worst of them you could have put in there. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, the FCC overlooks all of the communications industry here in the United States. So mm-hmm. better that they have their hands off of that industry. All right, so the... Where should I start? Let's let's start with the attack in Mexico. Uh, this was horrific. Uh, you've probably seen the video. Uh, this van with four people from the, what was it North or South Carolina uh, went to Mexico. I guess the, one of them was seeking cosmetic surgery. They crossed the border there in Brown, where Brownsville, Texas, is, and that's just a hotbed of nasty cartel activity. Pretty much the whole southern border mm-hmm. is at this this time, and the, the van was shot full of holes. Uh, two Americans were killed in the process. In, in the video, you see them being loaded into a back of a pickup truck, like they're bags of yeah, potatoes like bags or something. Of meat, just throw them in the back. Yeah, uh, they uh, those two individuals have been found dead by the authorities in Mexico, and they the, those bodies are still down there. The two survivors, one who was wounded and the woman who was not evidently wounded, are now back in Brownsville, Texas, and supposedly one of the perpetrators has been arrested by the Mexican authorities. And they know they they got a bad situation on their hands now, except for the fact that we got Joe Biden as president. Mm-hmm. Um, because this was just wanton violence. Supposedly they were caught, uh, the original reports is supposedly they were caught in a crossfire, uh, but other reports were that it was a case of mistaken identity. But in either case, uh, this is horrific, and how long will it be before it happens in Brownsville instead of on the other side of the border? Now, the administration, of course, had to respond to it today. Uh, Jean-Pierre uh, tried to reassure us that, uh, how, how did she put it? Uh, let's see. Um, they are going to provide all consular assistance. Consular assistance. Yeah. You know, they're, I mean, they're talking about the the basically the embassy and the consular. The consulate is going to provide assist. The consulate mm-hmm. is going to provide assistance. Oh, to who and what? To the victims. Yeah, and, a little bit too late for a few of them. Right. The. And so Merrick Garland responded to it today, and his response is, uh, "We're seeking to prosecute uh, the cartels." 
He wants to prosecute the cartels. In other words, he wants to put them in jail. Well, Donald Trump actually addressed this in his CPAC speech, and he's had similar rhetoric before, but this time he's a little more direct. And this Mm -hmm. was before this news broke about what Mm -hmm. happened to these people. Uh, He wants to treat the cartels like he treated the Islamic State, like ISIS, declare them a to be terrorist organizations and let loose the lions of hell on them and and just rip them apart and, and eradicate them as though they are an enemy and by the way we would do be doing mexico a big favor in the process as a matter of fact it should be a joint military operation to eradicate the cartels once and for all at least as much as possible chris and just think about the damage they've done to our businesses, the individuals. This is war. I know, the constant fear that everybody on both sides of the border have. And we, the U.S. government, allows this to go on under Dopo Jobo. Yeah. I mean, this is just absolutely horrible for the people along the border. And the, the Mexican government either never has been able to really do anything about the cartels or has not been really willing to do anything about the cartels. I think they're terrorized. I mean, realistically, don't you think so? Because it seems like they've penetrated all the military, everything else. So you've got to be very careful. Well, the cartels got one thing going Mm -hmm. for them that can solve most of all problems. Lots and lots of money. That's right. And that's how you buy off politicians. That's how you Mm -hmm. buy off police officials. That's how you buy off lots of people. Mm -hmm. And that's how they get things done. And, of course, uh, with the open border that we have now and the drug trafficking that's going on, this has been – the business has never been better for the drug cartels, which right. means they have never been stronger, both economically and militarily. And who else supports the cartels? How about uh, China. China? Right. China, the fentanyl deal. We could take care of a lot of problems by doing what's right. Yeah, But, but it's again, all, we got bozo. It'll only happen with, say, Donald right, J. Trump. not with Joe DeBo. Yeah. Prosecuting the cartels ain't going to get it done. Oh, no. That's, we, we got that's El Chapo. Nothing. We got El yeah. Chapo locked up in that Supermax out there in Colorado. He probably never sees even the light of day literally anymore. But what good is that doing us? Not a damn Not bit. Not a thing? No, that his cartel is bigger and worse than ever before. Be assured he's making a lot of money and he'll be released well, he sometime may, no, in the future. No, probably not. Probably mm-hmm. not. But he, you know, unless uh, his, you know, he his, gets pardoned. Yeah. But no, he, he, but I guarantee it. Now, once again, he's at a supermax. Mm-hmm. So he's, his, his contact with other inmates is probably very limited. But if he is in what they call general population, he is the top dog in that joint. And, oh, and all the other inmates and guards will be catering to him. But, you know, they say that these cartels have killed tens of thousands of people. Imagine the negative influence on the production of the country of Mexico and the United States along the border, because no one will act. They all stand there. So, once again, horrific attack, and the real perpetrators will probably never be brought to justice, other than that, that living in that lifestyle means they'll probably end up at some point being murdered themselves. Mm -hmm. So, but nonetheless, uh, prosecuting the cartels is not going to get it done. Uh, I mean, it sounds so nothing. 
when we yeah. know the horrors that they inflict upon both the Mexican yeah. and the American people. And and this is a threat to the security of our yeah, nation. Of our There's nation. No question about it. So it's going to take real leadership, however, to solve that problem on the border. And by the way, the northern border is even more and more porous. So far, uh, I guess last year there was 109,535 illegals that came in over the northern, the northern border. border. And you wonder, how does that happen? Yeah. You know, how do these illegals leapfrog over the United States into Canada and then end up coming back down? You know, a lot of them, I, actually, I know guys, well, the fellows in Buffalo, they say they'll cross the lakes in the yeah, winter. The, the question is, how do they get into Canada? So here's, uh, here's how they get into Canada. When Trudeau got elected and then reelected, actually, right. what was it, a year or two ago, he got right. reelected? Mm-hmm. He eased the restrictions on me- people coming from Mexico into Canada. So, what did the cartels do? Oh, okay. So, here's the deal $5,000, you get to hike across the desert into Texas. $10,000, we fly you to Toronto. And then, nice. then we take you to the border in a in a van, yeah. and you walk across into what is it, Buffalo? Yeah, you, that would be very easy. What's on you the other side of in Buffalo in Canada? What's the? Uh, well, there's a peace bridge that goes. No, right I mean, in what's it? the town? What's the city across? Oh, but 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 anyway, yeah. the, in other words, the cartels are by, Hamilton's okay. a major city across they the bridge. They put the illegals with the illegals' money. Right. They put them on a commercial airliner. And fly them from Mexico into Canada to dump them into yes, the United because States. It's easier to get them into Canada now, yeah. and then they can come in across the northern border. I mean, they 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 don't miss a thing. The cartels, and I guarantee you, they're charging extra for that, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's oh a business. Oh my god! And you know what? Then they get reestablished into northern cities like a Buffalo and like a Cleveland and like a Detroit. They and get God stronger only knows, and stronger and stronger. And God only knows who's really coming in. That's the real problem. Right. That's why Who I say knows? this is a matter of national security. The country is under attack. What we saw yesterday was only uh, on the video of these people being attacked is just a, a, an example. Uh, yeah, it was on the Mexican side of the border, but that's going on here in our country, too, because the gang activity is being fed by this stuff. And these places are, I mean, they're getting stronger and stronger. And then with yeah. our good friends, the Chinese, you know they're in there, you know, offering some wonderful ideas how to help America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, right. No. Uh, Trump has the right idea. And by the way, Lindsey Graham evidently is going to put forward a bill. I don't know if he's going to get any co-sponsors for it, uh, but he's going to put forward a bill in the Senate to declare or force the president, ostensibly it would. Of course, he won't do it. Right. But uh, to uh, declare the cartels, uh, at least certain ones of them, as, declare them as terrorist groups, terrorist okay. organizations, which then allows us to do different things, like, hunt say, them, hunt them down hunt like them a down, dog. Like, right. like the drone attacks. Right. Right? Put, start putting some hellfire missiles where they mean business. How can you always allow yourself to be on the defensive when you have stupid. an offensive, you'll slow them down tremendously and then ultimately smash them? Either stupid or corrupt. Yeah. One or the other or both. The Biden family's doing a great job for America. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Uh, great job for our enemies, yeah, anyway. Oh, boy. That's for sure. 
Um, meanwhile, the White House press secretary either acted stupid or was stupid when it came to the terrorist attack in Atlanta, Georgia, over the weekend. This went on, I guess, Sunday night as we were doing yeah, the show. It was, it was 23 people, was it? 23 people were arrested. There were a lot mm-hmm. more of them there as part of the riot right. and attack on this so-called cop city. They call it cop city because it's a mock-up of like a downtown area yeah. of a, a town in Georgia or whatever. And that's where they're going to be training cops on how to deal with mm-hmm. situations. And so they, they've been protesting this and trying to block the construction of it for quite a while now. There have been some other violent confrontations. But in this one, I guess it was a couple of hundred people uh, approached the, the construction site uh, and started throwing what they called commercial-grade fireworks. Yeah, they were throwing also Molotov cocktails. Molotov cocktails, I mean, rocks. is that not a jail sentence for maybe like five, ten years? I don't know. We'll let them out tomorrow? We, I hope not. We'll see if uh, if uh, old Fannie Willis can break mm-hmm. away from the, the Trump witch hunt to prosecute these people properly. 23 people were arrested out of all of them. 21 of the 23 don't even live in Georgia. One of them was from France. Right. And another one was from, where was the other country? He was from Canada. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was uh, one of right. your neighbors that's helping right. out. Yeah, and and one of them was also a member of the Southern Poverty mm-hmm. Law Center, yeah. right, which is this huge liberal hate group. And once again, very organized, uh, obviously armed but with somebody weapons. Somebody sending them in and financing the hotel rooms, everything, yep. and we allow this to go on where they should be snatched up, thrown in the slammer, uh, roughed up a little bit, and uh, let's so, just commit them to a few so years in a big house. We've got videotape. Do you think that the Democrats will charge them as insurrectionists? Oh, no. That's <laughs> only uh, Republicans. I'm sorry. Right. So when we come back, we'll talk about what I'm calling the Tucker tapes, because there are going to be more tonight, but we'll talk about the ones That'll that he released exciting. last night. Absolutely. Yeah. And then later on in the show, I'm going to dispel some folklore about a Leonard Skinner tune, the one that really put him on the map. So stick around for that and a whole lot more right here on the Adversaries on a Trump brought to us Sutherland Nissan. They really do treat you like family out there, ladies and gentlemen. And you can too when you go out there. And they're at East Colonial Drive and Chickasaw Trail. And U.S. Marine has other dealerships as well. You can find out where they are, the towns that they're in, the cities that they're in, by going to OrlandoNissan.com, where you can do your wheeling and dealing right there. And always, that's where they have all the latest specials going on, too. That's OrlandoNissan.com. We'll be right back with Trump and Tuesday. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Join us for the 38th annual Central Florida All-British Car Show at Henry's Depot, 212 West 1st Street in Sanford on April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see nearly 200 classic British cars, visit our vendors, and have lunch at Henry Depot's fabulous food court. Exhibitors and vendors can arrive for the show at 8 a.m., and trophies will be awarded at 3. Registrations can be done at our website at BritishCarClubOfCentralFlorida.com. It's free to the public with free parking, and it's a great day of family fun. Don't forget to join us Friday night, March 31st at 5.30 at the Post Time Lounge in Castleberry for our annual pre-show meet-and-greet. Make it a weekend of fun at the Central Florida All-British Car Show. 
Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Network sound and video can make memories last forever. Like many folks, you've stored away family videos, camcorder tapes, 8mm film, photos and slides for years. You can't play your family memories even if you wanted to. The camera is broken, the VCR won't play. Bring those memories back to life by transferring them to a CD or DVD so your family can enjoy them again for a lifetime. Call 407-834-8555 or visit NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. 407-834-8555. New Queso Blanco is officially on the menu at Tijuana Flats. Try it in the new dueling queso appetizer alongside our signature gold queso. Double down on deliciousness. Order your dueling queso at TijuanaFlats.com. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Answer traffic westbound I-4. Going slow around Lake Mary, around Colonial, and from Kirkman to U.S. 27. Eastbound I-4. Slow from U.S. 27 to Kirkman, around Fairbanks, and around West 1st Street. Slowdowns on the 429 northbound into 441 southbound into I-4. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. All right, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. So let's do the contest challenge before we go into the swamp. Well, last week, as our listeners know, our contest evolved around sort of a survivalist-type theme. (laughs) I won't go any further, but those who listen know what we were talking about. It was a good one. Now, this week, we're going to make it much more milder for our politicians. What we want you to do is to come up with a happy space for these poor individuals working toward your benefit. Happy space, safe space. Yes, say happy space, safe space. And we give examples like a happy place for Jerry Nadler. What would be a place he would just be so happy to be sitting at? 
I figure it's probably uh, the Golden Corral Buffet. <laughs> and I think you could probably throw uh, Stacey Abrams in as his partner. No, no. Stacey's going to be at the Krispy Kreme. Or she'll be at Krispy Kreme. <laughs> but we want you to find happy spaces for all these wonderful yeah, politicians or anybody possibly in Hollywood who needs our help. Yeah. So, uh, an easy one would be Biden's would be Ben and Jerry's, right? There you go. All right. But that's, that's the idea. All right. So mm-hmm. put it together for Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have another great contest, I am sure, and a great well, prize package. And don't mm-hmm. forget, the pra- package got sweetened up with that $50 credit over there. That is always armed. The best package yep. in the city, bar none, we are the best. No way yep. around it. Not even kidding around. Not even close. All right, so <laughs> the Democrats, there's no way around having to deal with what I'm calling the Tucker tapes. So they are coming out and basically calling Tucker Carlson a liar. I guess uh, it's your lie. Lion eyes, though, because he's basically just playing the tapes. Yeah, now, I mean, he's giving his his take on it, but the tapes speak for themselves. Right. We, we see with our eyes. That's right. You know, it's very simple. Yeah. And I remember seeing some similar scenes anyway on TV that day mm-hmm. as I was watching. Mm-hmm. And I remember Randy Ross, we were like, you know, the group text, he mm-hmm. was texting, this doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. As you know, you can see, and it was a split screen. Trump was still speaking, and by golly, there was the riots already going on. Mm-hmm. As I told you yesterday, this Proud Boys case going on right now, the prosecution, as their latest submission for evidence before the judge, uh, pointed out that the violence was beginning before Trump even started speaking, Mm -hmm. before he even got on the stage, before he even left the White House. So how can you say that he set it all loose with that speech, which is what they've been trying to say? But to get back to the tapes, so so there were several that were released. Um, uh, One had to do with the guy I kept calling Conan. Right. Okay. That was a neat little hat he wore in an outfit. Right. Yeah, exactly. He was like half dressed, naked. He was actually dressed for a party, and that's what he was primarily doing in there, just having a great time. Right. And the videos that uh, Tucker released last night show him lollygagging around mm-hmm. and actually police officers escort, basically giving, giving him a tour. Giving him directions. Like Where do I his, go? Like they were his tour guides. Mm-hmm. Tour guide. Now, the guy's in jail. He got sentenced to 41 months in prison. That's three and a third years. And and the question is, what are we doing? These people are such victims of the political system. What I, I wonder, and I was talking to Jerry uh, mm-hmm. over at Jerry's Mercedes about yeah. this earlier, is could this be exonerating evidence that was withheld by the prosecution? Should be. It should be lawsuits. I don't know how you can get back at these people for what they did to you as the individual that was put stuck in the slammer. Uh, it, 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 it certainly, uh, I would have thought, would have influenced a judge's opinion, mm-hmm. either in sentencing or perhaps a judge's opinion deciding a case it should even go forward. Uh, but anyway, we're going to go into the break. When we come back on the other side, we're only getting started on this uh, Tucker Tapes business, ladies and gentlemen. So please stay with us. And uh, also, wait till I tell you, Mitch McConnell's response today to oh, this. Oh, I can imagine, Which Chris. is not not going to surprise you. Right. All right. But stay around anyway. It is a Trump and Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Federal investigators have announced a special investigation into the railroad Norfolk Southern. 
The move follows a fiery derailment on the Ohio-Pennsylvania border in February and several other accidents. The most recent accident led to a train conductor's death early Tuesday. The National Transportation Safety Board says it will begin a broad look at the railroad safety culture. Prosecutors have urged a jury to impose the death penalty on a man who killed eight people on a Manhattan bike path in a 2017 vehicle attack. But a defense lawyer insisted in closing statements Tuesday that death was not the answer. Arguments in Manhattan federal court unfolded Tuesday, a day before jurors in the trial of Saifulo Saipov were to begin deliberating his fate. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 574 points. More details at srnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles. So it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. Folks, if you've been longing for some good news, I've got some. Relaxing Comfort will soon be celebrating a re-grand opening at a new location just around the corner from their present one. Winter Park Village has been undergoing major renovations that'll soon be completed, making your outings there even more enjoyable. Better yet, you don't have to wait until then to get great deals on smart, fully adjustable beds, massage chairs, zero-gravity chairs, and, of course, X chairs. So visit Don and Jackie at Relax and Comfort in the Winter Park Village to begin the most relaxing time of your life. Call 407-628-5657 and visit RelaxandComfort.com. Welcome to the American Adversaries. Drive time, the titans of talk radio on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer, online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com, streaming on Rumble, and a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. Well, if you ask me where I come from, Here's what I tell everyone I was born by God's dear grace In an extraordinary place With the stars and stripes And the eagle flies Okay, welcome once again to the American Adversaries Trump and Tuesday version brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. Mike McBath and myself, Christopher Hart, are in the Relax and Comfort Studio. I'm on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers Diamond Microphone. Jeff's on the bridge. And don't forget when we wrap it up here at 8 o'clock, I'm sorry, 7 o'clock, uh, you got Breaking Battlegrounds following us, and then Charlie Kirk, and then, of course, Officer Tatum. And 
as you might expect, the release of this new video, which was held and kept from not only the American public, but evidently also mm -hmm. from defendants in these insurrectionist cases, supposed insurrection cases, um, is driving the media, the left nuts. And of course, their response is to say that it's all nuts, that it's, you know, these are all lies and all this other stuff. And uh, this is counter to what uh, we've been telling you. Well, yeah, we know that. Uh, but the lies have actually been what we've been told for the last but two for years. The individuals that are in jail that are being prosecuted, the videos are there. Can they go force a retrial and just say, here it is, look at this, this was fraud? They put forth and charge people like Pelosi and them and go after them either civilly or some nature to, you know, I wouldn't be mad. I'd get even. Uh, presumably they could take legal action. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. I'm going to reach out to Patrick uh, uh, love Paul to Scott McGarrow. Um, but this, it, it, in, in a way, it's similar to what happened to Ted Stevens, the Republican senator from Alaska who was wrongfully prosecuted by Andrew Weissman, mm -hmm. who was Mueller's main henchman. Mm -hmm. And who, by the way, now teaches uh, uh, prosecutorial ethics at New York. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. And e he, ethics. And, and later, after Ted Stevens was convicted and eventually killed in a plane crash, he lost his Senate seat and everything, his reputation. I think he was even went to jail mm -hmm. for a little while. Uh, exonerating evidence, which the prosecution withheld from the defense, came to the attention of his lawyers. They took it to the judge. The judge was infuriated by it. He excoriated uh, Weissman in a ruling which vacated the, the conviction against Stevens. But, of course, Stevens is already dead. The damage dead. has already been done. Right. And they did something similar in the Enron case as well. And this appears to be the same thing, that exonerating evidence was withheld from defendants, not to mention from the American public. Mm -hmm. And so back to the tapes themselves. So Conan is shown just lollygagging around with basically uh, police all acting as tour guides for him. And then you had the Brian Sicknick thing. Now, now, we've been telling you from the very beginning this guy was not killed by been, being beaten over the head with a fire extinguisher, uh, that he died of natural causes. And lo and behold, that's what the, uh, the, uh, the uh, autopsy revealed, the coroner's report. And lo and behold, in the videos that were released last night, shows him supposedly after he was attacked and was killed. Or hit over the head. And he's walking around, he's just he's fine. He's having a good time. Or yeah. He's frail in his arms and legs. You know, yeah, he's, the wearing, he's wearing a helmet. helmet. Yeah, well and there protected. was no signs that the helmet had been clobbered mm -hmm. or anything. And he's he's actually motioning and kind of acting also a as a tour guide. Right. The, the police mm -hmm. were acting as tour guides. Did, mm -hmm. You know, walk the, did you see this? Did you did it go this did, way? Did you ever see one policeman push somebody in a direction? No. They, they never touched the person. No. Not in these videos. And once right. again, we were only shown half of the story, if that. This is the other half of the story. And all of this was going on simultaneously. Right. The, the violence was going on on one part of the building, but peaceful, you know, lollygagging around was going on in the rest of the building. And I remember watching that day, watching it on my TV, going, look, 
Mm-hmm. This because they they were showing once again a split screen. This was after Trump finally finished speaking, and you could see the violence going on outside mm-hmm. on one side of the screen. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the screen, were people just casually walking through the rotunda there, staying between the velvet ropes. Mm-hmm. It didn't take police to keep them in line. It was velvet ropes. And so, once again, this was the entirely the other side of the story, which had been withheld. And as far as Sicknick goes, as I said, and Carlson put it quite right last night, and I think we use similar language here. He was used as a prop. His body was used as a prop. Yeah, that was so cruel and inhumane by the Bidens themselves to stand over that body and use it. You're right, but not just by the Bidens, but by his his family. By his family. Mm -hmm. His family. Now, Sicknick evidently, we're told, was a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. So that's maybe that's why he was I don't know why he was so accommodating mm-hmm. that day mm-hmm. doesn't explain why the other guys mm-hmm. with the with the uh, Conan guy were accommodating, but the family they're demanding that Tucker Carlson not do any more of this and that that he be reprimanded for this. What in the hell are they doing? Yeah, what are they talking about? I, I don't know because they're trying to alleviate the thoughts against your. Oh my they, God! They are not doing their family member a good deed by perpetuating a lie about his life and his death. I gotta believe that if he's watching this, he's gotta be infuriated. How dare you, my family, do this to me? I wonder if he had any consultation, the family, from the Biden group. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's what I'm saying is, I mean, these slime bags, to do that to the family, knowing that this was a false uh, yeah. charge, viewpoint. But, but oh once again, God. I am disgusted by his family. Yeah. Because oh. they, they should be demanding that their truth and that they be left alone. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it was the Democrats who put them in the middle of all this. Tucker Carlson is just trying to set it right. That's why I think somebody has gotten to him, either financially I, or threat-wise. Something's not I right don't know. as it, usual. It could be as simple as just politics. Oh. Because evidently they're big-time liberals. Or at least they're, they're running with them. That we know for sure. And then there were other videos uh, that were released as well. It didn't get as much attention, but uh, a couple of them I saw, at least one, it might have been the same one, different links. But it was a guy who was confronting, it looked like about a half a dozen, six or eight police officers who were standing off to the side like they were across the street watching the violence going on. And he's yelling at them, what in the... F are you doing? Why mm-hmm. aren't you effing going over there stopping this? Why don't you call for reinforcements? Mm-hmm. And if your people aren't calling for reinforcements for you, they obviously don't care about you. You need to do something to stop this. And he's got his Trump MAGA mm-hmm. hat on and everything. Mm-hmm. You ever saw that? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I think we're going to be enlightened a lot further tonight, too. Oh, I think there's going to be some spicy incidences that we'll be discussing. By the way, I, I thought there were about fifteen or 20,000 hours of these. There's mm-hmm. 40,000 hours mm-hmm. of tape. And by the way, there's probably other tape out there people have that are too afraid to tell Individuals anybody. Individuals took, and they're afraid to reveal it. Right. They, they, they'll be put in jail, too. They'll be put in the big house. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, And then there was the response by... Now, the, I can expect the response by the liberals and the, the 1-6 committee and... The, 
and and of course the the slimy Adam news media. Kissinger oh and, yeah, this yeah. Tucker Carlson's doing. This is an attack on democracy because Tucker mm-hmm. Carlson's distorting the truth. We gave you the truth, and he's distorting the truth. And that's basically what old that son of a Mitch McConnell said today. Is he said, and he held up this piece of paper and said, "This is the official report, and this does not comport with the report." So obviously, Tucker Carlson, uh, th- this needs to stop. He shouldn't be doing this. Oh, Fox should. Uh, Mitch McConnell, yes. a Republican, did yes. that. He you should see, be thrown out tomorrow. Because you know, we we have been mm-hmm. focusing a lot of the blame here on right. Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of the Washington D.C. for not having the National Guard at the ready or. Calling them in, and lo and behold, uh, the both the leader of the Senate, the majority leader in the Senate, and the Speaker of the House mm-hmm. would have joint responsibility there. Well, at that time, Mitch McConnell was still the majority leader, so both he and Pelosi were turning down requests. Yeah. For from by the way, from the Capitol Police, from from the Capitol Police, not Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Police, but the Capitol Police for reinforcements and for the guard you to know, come and in and uh, help them. Obviously, he's scared of more exposure. Right. You know that's now, why he's playing that route. Now, my, now, Dennis Prager was making a big deal today about saying that he was wrong about Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. that she cannot call in the guard for Washington D.C. He's correct about that. But she can call them in to protect the Capitol building. And that's where the violence was going down. And that's mm-hmm. what she did not do. So she is guilty there, Dennis Prager. Maybe not for having the guard in Washington, D.C., but she is guilty for not having the guard in the Capitol and around the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. That's her responsibility. The, the mayor is, is responsible for D.C., and she also was turning down the request ahead of time that the Trump administration was saying, you need to have these people there. Yeah. And no, 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 we're not going to do that. And by the way, this, the, that Secretary of Defense at the time, what was his name, Esper or something like Esper. that? Esper, yeah, E-S-P-E-R. Yeah. He confirmed that they did discuss having the Guard troops there, but that the deci- decision was made by mm-hmm. the political leaders primarily that the, it would just not look good. They didn't like the optics of it. Yeah. Give me a break. Just give me a break. Didn't like the optics of it. No, they just didn't want people there that could prevent from happening what they wanted to have happen. You see, because the Democrats were actually afraid that Trump was going to succeed Mm -hmm. in in delaying the count. So they wanted to stop the process before Trump got what he wanted. And Mitch McConnell joined in. That's right. Because Mitch McConnell hates Trump just as much as the rest of them slimy swamp good-for-nothings. I mean, what a frame job that all these people, I just, I, I feel so bad they sat in jail, what, now two years yeah. and continuing on. Did you see Cackles, our vice president? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, you know, she was comparing January 6th. You talk about well, this desecrating been, the yeah. spirit of American yeah. soldiers. Uh, she was comparing January 6th to December 7th, right. 1942. Right, yeah. Is she, that unbelievable? She, she did that back on January 6th. I know, 6th. but what I'm saying is right. when yeah. you see that, yeah. to show you how they yeah. use this as a tool yeah. but to see, try to... The, the problem for them is 
It's those doggone eyes. <laughs> okay? mm-hmm. and no, the eyes. Oh. As people see this. Oh, yeah, they it, see it. They it, don't need to listen to her. Now, a you lot of people are going to say, well, yeah, it doesn't matter because you still mm-hmm. had the violence going on and the insurrection going on and all, 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 all. But the problem for them is that this is going to put a whole new light on the matter. Mm-hmm. That other stuff's not going to go away, but this now is going to be added to the mix. And that's going to dilute what we've been seeing mm-hmm. before. It's not mm-hmm. going to eliminate it, but it's going to dilute it. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, it's going to change the way they look at it. And I hope to hell some of those people are some of these fool judges who've been going along with this nonsense. I hope they were viewing it last night. They ought to just think, what have we done? Uh, I hope so, because once again, some of this video could certainly be used by defense attorneys in cases mm-hmm. against their clients, especially when you are seen being escorted around, mm-hmm. not put in handcuffs, not being taken into custody, but being shown around, actually having the police try to open doors for you, which just, is what they were doing with Conan. And they were just waving on, yes, just going the, down, it's down the hall, going down. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and there are others as well. And once again, we knew all of this, but this is verification once again. Yeah, I, I, sometimes maybe I think I brag too much on us, but I can't help it mm. because we get it right when all everybody else gets it wrong, at least in the yeah. mainstream media. We were right from the very beginning on the COVID stuff. When Sean Hannity had Fauci on his show, yeah. I was saying, don't listen to that damn fool. Nobody else. We were. And when it came to this stuff, right from the very beginning, we were saying this was a setup. And I also, yep. and, and Prayer was rightfully bragging mm-hmm. because he did too. But if I'm not mistaken, I did it first, or at least I did it before I heard him do it. And that was to compare this to the Reichstag fire yep. over there in Germany. Right. right. Where the Nazi Party actually did that so that they could pin it on their political opponents and and vanquish them. But you had to enjoy the commentary from CNN and the rest of them about this issue, what fools they made themselves once we had the light put it in front of our eyes and knew what actually took place. As I said, this is the year when everything turns, and there are going to be more tapes. There are going to be more tonight. There are going to be more over the next few weeks, and the media is going to be forced to continue lying about them, and it's going to become more and more obvious that that's what they're doing. So I invite them, go ahead and lie to your heart's content because you are revealing yourself in the process. Again, if there's some type of... uh judicial case you can put against these people and every day you see more and more and more mm, I'd be awful tempted awful like I said, tempted. this is the year when the whole world turns and it's turning toward Donald Trump mm-hmm. because once again this is exonerating evidence for him as well and I mean, it's damning for all the people like Cheney and Kinzinger right. and all those other fools on that committee, Benny Thompson and what's his, the the rascal guy, Raffensburg. Yeah, Raskin. Yeah. Raskin, yeah. Raskin. Yeah. Jamie Raskin. Raskin. He's another winner. And old uh, Steph Murphy. Now, she's oh, out of yeah. politics right now, but she sat on that back. committee, She'll too. I'd like She'll to see back. one of these local stations go over mm-hmm. to Steph's house and go, yeah. hey, Steph, uh, what do you think about this uh, Conan guy being led around by the police and them opening doors for him? What do you think about mm-hmm. Sicknick running around healthy as can be after he was supposedly murdered by MAGA people? What do you think about that, Steph? 
Mm-hmm. That's what I'd like to see the local media do. But no, they're too busy being stooges. Mm-hmm. All right. We come back. Uh, we got some more news to get to as well. And yes, there will be more stuff from Tucker Carlson tonight. I don't know what it's going to be, but I imagine it's going to be just as well, shocking, if not uh, more so. Five days of uh, new material, that's pretty strong. 40,000 hours, I'd say, say yes, yeah, about five strong. years right. of new material. Yeah, I'd say so, boy. <laughs> oh, my Lord. We'll be back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. American Adversaries listeners, owner and chef Pasquale Barba of Cafe Positano's has made dining in almost as good as dining out. He has added a freezer near the checkout full of their freshly prepared signature dishes with ingredients imported from Italy ready for your oven. Wonderful soups, desserts, pizza, pasta dishes, and my favorite, chicken marsala. Or you can make your own recipes with their fantastic marinara and tomato sauces. This is the ultimate in dine-in, take-out, fantastic food for another night. Cafe Positano, 407-774-8080. Fresh-made Italian food from Pasquale's family to you. Real estate in Florida is on fire. And to succeed in a hyper-competitive market, you need the very best mortgage broker on your home team. This is Ashley Bedford with Patriot Home Funding, the official mortgage broker of the American Adversaries Radio Network. Patriot Home Funding offers a variety of loan options, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, investment, debt service coverage, bank statement loans, purchases, and refinances. Every loan you need to make your American dream come true. Call us today at 407-389-5132 or visit us on the web at myphf.com to get started on your journey. That's 407-389-5132 or myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS one seven. One six nine nine and is an equal housing lender. Ashley Bedford is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida. NMLS one two seven eight five three zero. I'm Ashley Legend, and I approve this message. It's official. Tijuana Flats now has carnitas. Yes. We're turning up the Tex-Mex flavors full blast with our new cranked up carnitas. Try our new queso blanco carnitas chimichanga, the chipotle barbecue pork tacos topped with bacon and barbecue sauce, and the spicy habanero carnitas burrito. And try our new dueling queso appetizer featuring new queso blanco. Order carnitas now at tijuanaflats.com. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you the real story behind Sweet Home Alabama here in a minute. But uh, while we got a moment, of course, this is a Trumpin' Tuesday. Let's give them our Thursday night contest challenge one more time, All please. right. Thursday night's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a healthy challenge, Chris. Uh, what we want them to do is come up with a happy place for our politicians or our... They're going to need it. Or Hollywood elite. <laughs> They're going to need it with these they, tapes coming they out. They need a place to go to <laughs> yep. to put them in total peace of mind. 
what would be the happy place for any of these individuals? My happy place for a very good friend of mine, Jerry Nadler, would be the lunchtime Golden Corral buffet. <laughs> I think he would truly be in his happy place. But you find the happy places for the rest of these jokers. I see, mean, politicians. See, for, for Nancy Pelosi, it's got to be an ABC liquor store. <laughs> Chris, you're brutal, man. This is, I mean, that, that, you're right. destroying her image, you know? All right. So, once again, the Pastor's Masters is right around the corner. If you are a pastor, or of course, you know your pastor, please make sure they know about the Pastor's Masters. Yeah, we got some unique uh, players coming in to join the uh, pastors. We have like one fella, Glenn Ressler. Glenn Ressler uh, won the Maxwell Trophy, best lineman in America. He played 10 years with the Colts. He's in the College Hall of Fame. Two Super Bowl know, rings. Two Super Bowl rings. He was in the year, which I, I kid around with him, that the Colts beat or uh, lost to the Jets. And that yep. was the first time the AFL you know, played. beat the NFL. But two <laughs> years later, the Colts were turned into an AFC team, and they turned around and beat the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. So he's one guy that played on two teams from you know each league. So All right. it should be great. Hope to see him there. All right. Once again, if you're a pastor, go to the AnswerOrlando.com website. You can register there. If you know a pastor, and I hope you do, if you're not one yourself, <laughs> then make sure they know to go do. to the AnswerOrlando.com website to sign up for the Pastors Masters. It'll play be played once again this year on April the 9th. The 10th. I'm sorry, the 10th. Monday. The day after, the Monday after the actual Masters in Augusta. And it'll be played at Heathrow. Registration Club. at 730. All right. So over the years, everybody has thought that Sweet Home Alabama was written in response to Neil Young's tunes, Southern Man and Alabama, Mm -hmm. where Neil Young, who's a Canadian rocker, kind of lays into, you know, the the segregationist South. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, that's not actually the truth. As a matter of fact, after their first album, uh, Leon Wilkinson, who had left the group temporarily, came back and rejoined the group, and that allowed Ed King, who had been one of the lead guitarists, to go back to playing lead guitar. He had gone to playing the bass. And so as they were getting ready to rehearse for the first time since reconstituting with Wilkinson at bass, then you had Gary Rossington, who we just told you yesterday was the last surviving mm-hmm. member who passed away uh, over the weekend. Gary, uh, uh, Gary Rossington, Alan Collins, and Ed King were the three lead guitarists. So they were getting together, and here's how it went. Gary, this was being told by Ed King, Gary was tuning up, and he just started strumming three chords. As King listened to Gary Rossington play, he was suddenly inspired. I came up with a counter for Gary's riff just like that, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. Ed came up with the little loops. I'm sorry, that was Gary... uh, Alan Collins. Ed came up with the little loops that complements the basic idea, and that was that. Then Ronnie just started singing it. Within a half an hour, Sweet Home Alabama was born. Now, they didn't put it out immediately on an album, but they put it on the shelf because they knew it was going to be a hot tune. So I, I then uh, Alabama, when they did release it, hit the top ten, and that's the tune that really put them on the map. Of course, Freebird became the song that they were best known for, but it was Sweet Home Alabama that put them on the map. Now, 
people thought, once again, that Ronnie Van Zant was picking a fight of sorts with Neil Young. But in fact, he had no idea mm-hmm. that he was writing a, ta- a song that would be taken that way. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, Neil Young did not take it that way. Neil Young would later say that uh, that uh, he was he 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 got it mm-hmm. that that it wasn't really, you know, and he liked the idea that he was mentioned in the tune. And later on, he would write a few songs that he gave to Leonard Skinner that they recorded on their Street Survivors, their last album with the original group. And on the cover of that album, Ronnie Van Zant is wearing a Neil Young t-shirt. Whoa. But here's sort of the funny part. Of course, George Wallace was the governor at that time, right? Right. So George Wallace originally awarded Leonard Skinner plaques proclaiming them honorary lieutenant colonels in the Alabama state militia. However, when Sweet Home Alabama was later normalized to become the official nominated, I'm sorry, to become the official state song of Alabama, Wallace was said to have struck down the idea after realizing that following the line in Birmingham, they love the governor. They go boo, boo, boo. That's what's in the song. And Birmingham, they love the governor. Boo, boo, boo. (laughs) So when he finally realized that they were booing him. Uh, he he put them down, and later uh, Ronnie Van Zant uh, summed it up when he said, "We're not into politics. We don't have no education, and Wallace don't know anything about rock and roll." <laughs> Chris, so, you're a connoisseur. There you have it. The, the full Western. story. That was and of course, that song is featured mm-hmm. on their second helping album. And yes. Our second helping podcast. I did there steal that. I wonder where you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we come back tomorrow night. We got some more news for you. And of course, we'll be watching Tucker tonight along with you to see what he reveals. And uh, don't forget Breaking Battlegrounds coming up next. And Charlie Kirk, I'm sure Charlie's going to have something to say about this. Breaking Battlegrounds already taped. Oh, yeah. That is really entertaining. It's, it's a great show, it but completely. it is taped, so yep. it's a delay. But Charlie Kirk and then Officer Tatum, those shows uh, will be up to date. All right. In the meantime, thanks for tuning in. Keep loving. Keep praying. Don't give up. The world is turning our way. Night, everybody. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, WORL, Orlando, News Talk Station of the Year, with this SRN News update, starting now. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com, I'm Keith Peters reporting. President Biden has unveiled a plan aimed at extending the life of Medicare. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. In order to keep Medicare solvent for another 25 years, the president proposes higher taxes on the wealthy. Under his plan, the Medicare tax rate would rise from 3.8% to 5% on income over $400,000 per year. The president also wants to reduce government payments for some prescription drugs. But getting Congress to approve the plan likely will be difficult with the Republican-led House and closely divided Senate. Greg Clugston, Washington. A passenger who helped restrain a threatening man on a flight from Los Angeles to Boston over the weekend says it was a case of teamwork. Correspondent Mike Kempen reports. Samiku Kation says he was seated several rows behind the man, who prosecutors say tried to open the plane's emergency door before trying to stab a flight attendant with a broken metal 